Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. When someone signs up for my line business coaching, the first thing that I do is kind of an audit of their business. What systems are they using? Are they using an email list? Do they have a funnel? What does their Instagram strategy look like? What is their pricing? What is all this different stuff? And I kind of just take inventory of what's working, what's not working, what they have in place, what they don't have in place, so that I can kind of game plan of what I feel like is the best direction for them to go. And a lot of times it's really similar for every business. We focus on their, getting their like pricing page or their landing page better, or we focus on getting them an opt-in and an email funnel built, or we grow their team and expand to you know having different people on their team, outsourcing different things. There are a lot of similarities between a lot of businesses because us as women, we kind of tend to do things the same way. One of the main things that I do with almost all of the women that I work with is raise their prices. And so that is what I wanna talk about today. It is time to raise your prices. I guarantee you, you are not charging enough. You are not charging what you're worth. You're not charging what your service is worth. You're not charging what your time is worth. Like you are not charging. And the reason we do this as women, we don't charge what we're worth. There's a lot of reasons actually. So the first one is, I feel like as women, we are natural caregivers. We want to help people naturally. That's like embodied in who we are in our DNA as women. As we're those natural caregivers, and that makes us good coaches, good teachers, good therapists, and things like that. So because of that, we, we like to give our goods for free because we feel like it's you know part of who we are. So that's one reason. Another reason is we feel like we owe our family, right? Like our family raised us, they've been around us all of our lives, they've done this and this and that for us. So we run into this problem of feeling like all of our family and all of our close friends deserve what we offer for free. This is where it gets tricky because there are definitely situations where like in my family personally, like there are people that I do give services for free and then they give their services back in in other ways. And I definitely think there needs to be an exchange of something, whether it's money, whether it's service, whether it's value, it doesn't matter, but we don't owe our family just because we have a job and because they're our family. I know that it's hard to accept that our family shouldn't just automatically deserve things for free, but it's definitely something that you have to wrap around your head. Our family is not always our ideal customer. It's not always the people we want, you know, to use our services or products because of that, like, need to give them things for free or super discounted. That time is better focused on our actual ideal target customer. We can get into that another day. We could literally do a whole episode on this, but it comes down to boundaries and also just valuing your own service and product and your own worth enough to be able to say like, hey, this takes away from my family. I have to get paid for this service or hey, this actually costs me a lot of time and a lot of money. I need to get paid for this service and just valuing yourself and what you offer enough to be able to set those boundaries. Another reason why I feel like we don't charge what we we should charge is we have jobs that we love and it doesn't feel like they're actually jobs, right? We They started as hobbies. They started as something we're passionate about. And overall, like maybe in the beginning, we did a lot with our friends and we did a lot with our families and we did a lot for our communities because we just loved doing that. But as things grew and we grew this into a business, it actually costs a lot of money to run a business, to have a website, to outsource, to pay for the product, to pay for the education, to pay for the coaching and all the different things we need to grow our business. So because this passion or hobby has turned into a job, we forget that there are costs associated with that because we love what we do and that's hard. 
I also feel like we as women, a lot of times avoid looking at money. We don't want to see like how much it costs us to run a business or like worry about the money part. As long as money's coming in, we don't really care about the money that's going out. It's funny because I outlined this episode before I had this conversation, but I was talking to a couple of other women and they were all like, how do you guys do a PNL? Oh, what's a PNL? My husband does that. Oh, I don't look at my PNL ever. And I was like, so where do you guys keep track of your expenses? Because it would be really hard at the end of the year to go to an accountant and you have no expenses. So like, oh, it's in like our budgeting app, but like my husband does it or whatever. And I was like, that's so interesting because I literally wrote this, that we avoid the money. We don't want to see like where it's going. We don't want to, um, also we don't want to like love money too much, right? I feel like there's also fear around like if we love money, then we're prideful or we're blah, blah, blah. Like there's a lot of like weird things around money. And so we avoid it altogether. We avoid looking at how much it costs us to run our business so that we know how many sessions we should be doing or how many products we should be selling or how many clients we should be taking on or what our prices should actually be. Like you need to know if you're making money at the end of the year. Like you need to be ahead of that. And like if you're not, make some adjustments, raise your prices, understand how many clients you have, change your budget around, things like that. So those are a lot of the reasons why I feel like women don't charge what they're worth and kind of sell their self short. So I want to kind of go into the next part of this episode, which is to see money as value in the world. So money is neutral. We are the ones who make money, you know, good or bad by how we feel about money. But money is neutral. And if you can see money as putting value in the world, like the more money you make, the more value you're offering, right? So value out money in. And for me, that was a good way to look at it because like when I raised my prices, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm raising my prices. This is so scary. No one's going to charge this. But then I would look at what value could I offer? What value do I offer? Like, is the value there for the money? And yes, it is. And like when you look at someone else who's doing the exact same session, at a different price. Yes, an hour-long photo session with me and an hour-long photo session with someone else is two different prices. But what value do I offer that's not there for the other person? Or what value do they offer that's not there for me? We cannot just assume that our hour is the same price as their hour because maybe they have a more streamlined system. Maybe you have a team on your side so you can break down every single part of it. Like our team, I have someone who books the sessions, I have someone who shoots the sessions, I have someone who edits the sessions. And there are three experts for every client that one is an expert on communication, one is an expert on photography, one is an expert on editing. And because there's so much value there, because it's not just one burnout person six weeks behind doing their session, we have a team of professionals for each client, we're able to add more value, which in turn means our prices are higher, which in turn means we're putting more value out there for our clients and it goes on and on. The next part of upping your prices is understanding that not everyone can afford you and that is okay. You are not for everyone. You are not your ideal client. I think the sooner you can wrap your head around not being everyone's cup of tea, the better it is for you. And this is not just for money. This is for social media, for your reels, for your marketing, for even the product you offer. 
I think in the beginning, we're a little bit insecure about putting ourselves super out there because we're like, oh my gosh, my in-laws are going to see this and they're totally going to judge me. Or, oh, my friend from high school from 15 years ago is going to see this and totally judge me. What if my father-in-law sees this? What if my husband's coworkers see this? Like, this is so embarrassing. But when we can really hone in, like I talked about in a couple episodes ago, on our target client, who they are, what they need, their pain points, and deliver to them, it doesn't matter about all those other people. It doesn't matter about our family and friends who aren't paying our full prices. If they're not paying us, especially our full prices, then they don't get to influence us and say like, oh my gosh, your price is so high. I would never pay that. I remember talking to someone really early on in my business. At this point, I was already charging like, I don't know, 250, 300, which was, is still pretty low. And someone came up to me, close member of my community or family, and was like, hey, we should go in on this together and we could charge like $100 and da 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 And I was like, oh, I'm already charging more than that. And she's like, oh my gosh, no one would ever pay more than $100. Like where I live, no one would pay that. Like you're just ripping people off. Like that is just crazy that you're charging that much. I was like so confused because I'm like, well, people are already paying more than $100 and like my ideal client isn't the same person that you think they are or that you think yours is. And I'm not limiting myself to that target client that wouldn't pay more than $100 for a family session because I've invested in education and presets and learning and workshops and super expensive equipment. I'm not shooting on the starter camera anymore. I'm like, I'm using high-end lenses and I know how they work and I'm using high-end presets and I know how they work and all this stuff. And so when I was like thinking about it, I'm like, okay, this person would never pay my prices. Like I've shot their pictures for free for years. So I don't, need to feel insecure that they're telling me that I'm priced too high because they're not my ideal client. So they don't need to influence this. My ideal client is someone who values the art, values the style, values the expertise in posing, the quick turnaround time, all these other things that are my strengths, right, in this area. And so I'm not worried if they think I'm priced too high because they're not going to pay it period. And I know that I'm not for everyone. And I know that if I hone in on who I am for and I'm marketing to them and I'm priced at a price point they'll pay that I'm going to get the perfect clients for me. And I'll tell you what, like the clients down when my pricing was low were really hard. They were nitpicky. They always wanted me to change the edits. They always wanted me to reshoot things or do things differently. When I was like discounted or really, really low priced, I had really, really hard clients. As soon as I raised to a a higher price point where people had to really decide if I was for them, I got clients that were the perfect match for me. They did their research. They knew what they wanted. And when they're hiring me, they're hiring me for me, my style, my pricing, not because I was the cheapest around. It's hard to kind of wrap your head around that mindset, especially if you've been charging low for so long, but you will get better clients if you do. Like you will find that the people you're serving really, really want to be there and they really, really want you to be there. And that is such a a better and more fulfilling way to run a business. I was just working with a, a coaching client in Aligned and when she first signed up, I looked at her goals and I looked at her pricing and I looked at, you know, her website, I did the whole audit and her goal was not far off. Like I was like, okay, we raise your prices. We add in this little session type here And all of a sudden, you'll be hitting your goal and literally you will be working less than you did last year. 
Like you do not have to work more to hit the goals that you need to make. And it was crazy, mind-blowing to her. Like, oh, that little tweak really could just change everything for me. Yes, it can. And so what we need to do is look at what you're currently offering and how to make your offer have more value, feel more enticing, and then raise those prices to match what that value is. You don't have to spend more time to put more value out into the world. Like you can do really simple things to increase the value, which is really amazing. For the sake of this video, I would really, like if if we really want to dive in deep, I would need to like personally look at each of your pricing, your goals, and kind of match that and like what you want to make and whatever. But I'm going to give you like a little bit of a pricing formula for now to do on your own. And if you are feeling stuck or you're feeling like you want someone to look over it, like you can sign up for coaching with me. You can do the Align Boost or you can do just a one-off session with me if that's better for you, whatever you want. But for now, this is the pricing formula that you need to know. First of all, you need to know how much you want to make per hour. I don't want it to be like 10 bucks an hour, 750 an hour. Like we're not talking minimum wage here. This is a career. You have costs, you have you have tons of education, you're an expert, you're constantly learning, you're constantly growing, you're constantly improving. This is not a $10 an hour job. So like minimum minimum $25 an hour. But like you could say I want to make $50 an hour. I want to make $100 an hour. And then there's two ways to make more money, either get faster at what you do or raise the prices, right? So after you know what you want per hour, you need to know how long each thing takes for you. So if it's a service-based business, how long is your session or your experience with the client? How long is the prep and the post work? Like, prepping them before, if you have to communicate with them after, or like for photographers, the editing after, things like that. So add up all the hours that you spent doing this. And with that, like I said, you can add systems and automations to make a lot of the prep work and the post work faster. So really, like if you're feeling like you're spending hours and hours and hours and you're not making money and it's your burnout, like it is time probably to go in there and do a full overhaul of your pricing, your systems, your automations, and make it more streamlined. But that's not what we're talking about today. So after you have your hours spent and your hourly rate, you're going to times that together. So how much you want to make per hour times how much hours spent on average. So if it takes you like three hours with each client, then you want to times that by your hourly rate. And that is how much you want to make plus your costs. So you want to add up all of kind of your costs for the year and then divide it out over how many sessions or products you sell in that year or whatever. You can just kind of average out of what you did last year. Obviously, it's going to change from year to year and you can adjust it each year. But you need to know how much it costs because if you don't know how much it costs, then you don't understand that you're like literally like losing money. And we don't want to look at it in this scarcity mindset and this desperate mindset like I can't work for free anymore because I'm losing money. Like I don't want that to happen. But I want you to see what it costs for you to go with a client. Let's break this down with an example because I feel like I'm a little bit being a little bit confusing. So let's say you make $10,000 in a year and I'm just going to keep it easy with easy math. So $10,000 last year and you did 50 clients or whatever. So it was $200 and you did 50 clients and that's what you charge $200 for 50 clients. So then let's say your costs to run your business were $2,000. These are all made up numbers, guys. All made up numbers because this is craziness. 
So if you're only making $10,000 and you're spending $2,000, I feel like we need to be upping your marketing and all sorts of things. Okay. Anyways, $2,000 divided by 50 clients means each session you did with those 50 clients that you were charging $200 for costs you $40. So it costs you $40 per client to run your business, right? So knowing your cost is important because then you can know how much you want to make, how much each one is costing you and things like that. So you can decide if you want to take on more, if you want to raise your prices, if you want to bring your costs down. Like it's very, very important to know your numbers in your business. And so once you know that, when someone asks for a free session or, hey, will you do this real quick? You know, okay, this is going to like this actually cost me. So you can say, hey, like it actually costs me money to run my business and to be away from my family. And so I do need to charge like X amount if that's okay. Um, you can sign up here on my website to get a session with me. If not, I totally can send you some referrals and get comfortable with having that conversation with people because it's okay to charge because this is your business because it does cost money to run a business and because the time away from your family is very important and very valuable. Now we're through the pricing formula and all the pep talk of why you need to raise your prices. Let's talk about how to increase your prices. First of all, the way I like to do it is I raise my prices by like 10 to 20% at a time. And then every three times that was booked or like someone checked out with that at that price, I'll raise it again until I'm at the number that I actually want to be at. So you could do this really quickly if you're booking a lot. You raise it 10 or 20%, you book three, you raise it 10 or 20%, you book three until you're at the place where you feel like you actually are making the correct hourly rate for the hours spent and the cost it takes to run a business. I actually just raised one of my courses for 50% price increase, and I might even raise it a little bit more. So you don't always have to follow the 10 to 20% rule. The reason I did this is because I've added so much value to this course over the last year when I launched the course, and I didn't even realize I was doing it until I looked back and I was like, oh my gosh, this course is triple times what it's worth, and I was already charging way less than it was worth in the beginning. And so as I've added value, I've increased the price. And I've definitely increased the value of it more than 50%. And so I've raised that price to match over that 50% as well. So it totally, it's up to you. But what we need to do is let go of the insecurities and the lack of confidence and the limiting beliefs around charging people and charging what you're worth and knowing that people are still going to pay because they see your value, they love your work, they're there for a reason. And honestly, the higher your price, the more you'll be able to see that the people that are there are really there for you. And then as you do that, I feel like automatically it increases your your confidence in your product because you can see like, okay, I'm attracting who I need to attract, when I need to attract them, and I'm providing so much value to them and they see me and they see what I offer and they want it for whatever price it is. And it's a really beautiful thing when you can get to that point out of that kind of that rut pricing area where just people are hiring you because you're cheap and you'll do whatever they want. And we want to get out of that. So I do have some Align Boost spots open in mid-March if you're ready for that business audit. If you're ready to uplevel your business, I'm ready to help you with that. It'll be starting in the middle of March and that will include like an overall like audit of your business, a personalized plan to kind of get these systems in place. We can look at pricing. We can look at your landing pages for your pricing. We can look at your funnels. 
and all the different things, the services you offer, Simplify, all the different things that I do. But then in addition, it does come with the aligned course, which is available to anyone if you just want to get on and improve your mindset, improve your goal setting, your systems, your automations, that course is available for you as well. So if you have any questions, reach out to me. I'm excited for you guys to raise your prices this week. It's going to feel a little bit scary, but also super empowering to know and to see the value you're putting out into the world and to know that you are finally like seeing that value and letting others like pay you for what you're worth. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.